up, y'all? It's your girl, Zoe Simone, with Hotels. This is Season 3, Episode 1. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Season 3. I'm so excited. I'm happy to be here with y'all. Um, I took a little break. If y'all haven't noticed, I've been taking a break between every new season because I need that time to brainstorm and actually, you know, make sure I give y'all good topics. Um, if you haven't already seen it on our Instagram, on this season, we're going to be talking about my fell relationships and how I, as a woman, um, could have done better, you know, from my point of view. Because I feel like a lot of times uh, men take the blame on failed relationships, but I also want to highlight, you know, my own wrongdoings on this season. So as a disclaimer, I wanted to add that I am not here to bash anyone. These are the stories of me, myself, and I that I have and the way that I perceive them. Therefore, if you're listening to this and you feel bothered or upset about it, um, try to remember it's my opinion, okay? <laughs> All right, y'all, so let's jump right into it. The first episode, the name of it is The One That Got Away, and I chose that name in particular because I wanted to shine the light on the fact that um, my most recent ex-boyfriend was actually a good man to me. I feel like he dealt with a lot of my past traumas and um, I dealt with a lot of my own past traumas and I couldn't get over it. So, you know, when things like that happen, uh, they call it a trauma bond. And I feel like I, we bonded mostly over the fact that he wanted to heal me from those traumas and I just couldn't get over him. So that is one thing that I can say, you know, about my most recent ex. So to give you all context on the situation, um, we grew up in the same neighborhood. We went to the same schools, but it wasn't until adulthood that we actually had the chance to, you know, actually speak to one another because I had them been egging him for years, y'all. <laughs> I'll be honest. So he sent me this lengthy message um, after my brother passed, basically sympathizing, empathizing with me. And I was like, damn, I haven't heard from him in years. I'm just scrolling up, looking at the messages. Um, so I did what any other girl on Facebook would do. I had to go through his page to see what was going on. <laughs> so I went through his page and I was like, damn, he fine. So um, I then went back and it took me a couple weeks. I didn't really know when I wanted to shoot my shot, but I didn't want him to think that I was thinking that he was trying to, oh, I'm sorry for your loss, his way into some pussy. Because I know that's not what he was trying to do. But I didn't want him to seem like that's what I was trying to do, <laughs> on the other hand. So, like I said, I waited a couple weeks, and then I shot my shot. And your girl don't fuck him in, so... You know, at this point, we're already sleeping together. And we weren't official until, like, maybe two or three months after that <laughs> i used to ask him every day i know he was like damn this bitch getting on my motherfucking nerves but i needed to know something um he was very timid you know because he had just got out of a five-year relationship and i feel like he was kind of scared to open up again and i feel like a part of him still was um connected to the person that he had been dating before me so things moved really fast with us in my opinion you know um we had started dating what was that may june july maybe like the beginning of june like middle june and we took our first vacation in september i had planned it out and everything and i was like yeah we gonna go here we gonna go there um, so you actually like to me, in my opinion, that was pretty fast. Cause listen, if the bitch I am today, I ain't taking on nigga no motherfucking world. My goddamn time. I don't give a fuck. But listen, y'all, the vibe was so right. 
And I had grown to like love every part of this man. So if he told me to fucking bark, bitch, I would have been on all fours barking. You want a bloodhound bark? Okay. You want me to bark like a fucking chihuahua? I got that too. I don't give a damn. Whatever he would have said to do, bitch, I would have did it. I don't give a fuck. So, um, time going by, you know, we doing our fucking thing. Uh, we eventually decided that we wanted to move in together. Um, so in February, 2021, we ended up moving in together. Y'all, I kid y'all fucking not. <laughs> we moved in February 26, 2021. We was broken up by March 13th, 2020 fucking one. And to be a thousand percent honest, y'all, I don't even remember what the argument was over. All I know is I took that nigga phone and I took his keys. I took every motherfucking thing that he owned <laughs> and I drove off with it because I was pissed off. Like, what the fuck type of shit is you on? Like, bitch, we just moved in together and this is what you're going to have me on. Like, to me, that's just embarrassing because um, as y'all hear in another episode, I did the same thing with my ex-husband. Like, I moved in with him and he did me fucking dirty. So I was like, damn, I hope there's not a replay of that. Like, did I move too soon? Or I was just ultimately hurt. And I don't think he understood, like, why I was so upset. And even now, I don't even understand why I was so upset, you know, because little things like that we probably could have talked through. But um, in that moment, I snatched all that nigga shit and I got the fuck up out of there with my motherfucking churn. So like I said, y'all, I played a scene. <laughs> I went to my sister's house for the night um, and ended up coming back to the house that same night because I was like, I'm leaving my kids over here. I'm just going to go back over there. Maybe he could talk and I can give him his phone back and his keys back. Y'all, why the fuck when I went back to the house, the nigga was gone. The nigga was fucking gone, bro. I was like, damn, I was trying to make up for what I did, but it's too late now. You know, a lot of people like to say that Tauruses are stubborn and don't get me wrong I'll be having my motherfucking times when I'll be like fuck no shit no ass no but that's only when I see that red flag being thrown like as a Taurus I am very timid and we chill like we do not pull out them horns to show y'all we about to kick ass until we are fucked with but them Capricorns the Capricorns y'all listen when that motherfucking seagoat, because that's what a Capricorn is. When that motherfucking seagoat kick their motherfucking fins in a high gear, bitch, that shit done for. It's done for. They're very standoffish. Um, they don't forget shit. They do hold grudges. <laughs> and this is not just with him, you know, since he's a Capricorn. I have my life is surrounded by Capricorns. So it's like um, even though he was, you know, a major factor in my life, he really gave me insight on most of the Capricorns I hang around. So this is the part where I feel like a lot of pride got in the way for me. Um, I can't necessarily speak for him, but for me, a lot of pride got in the way. Like I had to let that shit down and let that shit go so many times. And I used to get so angry because it's like, even though I would be sitting there apologizing, this motherfucker don't care if you whip out motherfucking tears. You could be in motherfucking tears rolling around on the goddamn floor. He'd be like, well, you did it. So, like, damn. Can I have some fucking sympathy? I'll fucking love you, nigga. Love me back. Any other bitch would have got her shit and got the fuck on. But see, me, me, <laughs> I'm trying to fix this shit, nigga. So by this time, my children are growing attached. Um, my two youngest sons started calling him daddy. And it was just the sweetest shit ever, you know, because coming from, you know, a childhood where my mom stopped my real dad from being in her life due to various reasons. 
Um, it was like a, a, a euphoric feel to know that my sons felt safe around somebody enough to call them dad, even though he wasn't their biological father. I had this thing where um, I would always get online and boast about being a single mother because, you know, y'all, I'm single. Like, I'm doing this shit. You know, this is my dizzying. But uh, even though I was a single woman, um, I wasn't alone. Like, he helped me with majority of half of the things that I tried to do. Like, um, I don't think a lot of y'all know, but I had like a whole candle business I was going to start and ADHD wants to fucking get because we're going to blame that bitch ADHD because she done got a hold to my motherfucking wig and she done tore me the fuck up. Y'all hear me? That ADHD said, girl, this is not you. <laughs> this is not you. I tried to do lashes. My ADHD said, girl, this is not you. This is not you. So it's like um, we had these little stages where I would constantly get mad at him because I'm like, well, why are you supporting her business and you can't support mine? And he's like, well, Zoe, you don't stick with your business. And I was like, damn, I was like, yes, I do. You never believe in me. That's why I don't be, that's why I don't stick with it because the man's supposed to believe in me and I can't do it if you don't believe in me. And it's like this whole time, I just didn't believe in myself. Like for a long time, I feel like I stunted my own growth by being afraid of what everybody would think. And the whole time he was like, man, you got this shit, man. Do this shit, do this shit. And it wasn't until after we moved out and went our separate ways that I was like, I got this shit. This man was telling the truth the whole fucking time. What is y'all talking about? So we also went through a bunch of stages where uh, we wouldn't talk to each other. Um, we would go to sleep and be upset at each other. And I honestly hated that shit. Like, I feel like when you're with somebody even though we broke the fuck up. <laughs> I feel like when you're with somebody and you want to try to make it work with them, um, honestly, I'm going to tell y'all from me having three fair relationships, try to make amends before you go to sleep because when you wake up the next day, the only thing that's going to be on your mind is what they did to you. Like, yeah, that motherfucker. Now you mad and you going to work angry and you you can't really do your job because you're thinking about what they doing and they thinking about what you doing. So, if you love somebody and y'all done got into it before bedtime, try to see if y'all can work through it before y'all go to bed. Because once you go to sleep and those feelings have festered, that shit done for. Pro tip that I wanted to add. Um, when you're with someone, uh, I do recommend that you don't include your family members or your best friends. Because I feel like that leads to the situation even getting messier. Because y'all would have been made the fuck up. And the best friend's still angry. The mom is still angry. The daddy's still angry. The brother's still angry. So um, if you're dealing with, you know, issues with your partner or y'all going through it, as hard as it may fucking be, <laughs> keep it to your fucking self, okay? Furthermore, we had some low days, y'all. But when the highs were high, like they were super high. And I forgot about the times when we was arguing about petty shit and hating each other and not talking and stuff like that. Like we ended up taking my daughter for her graduation um, to SeaWorld. And that was the first time I ever been to an amusement park. So I didn't expect to be so exhausted. But I was so happy that I got to do that with my children alongside this man that I loved so very much, even though we wasn't together. Um, it was a part of me that still hoped like maybe things will get better because 
one day we were arguing the next day we weren't talking the next day we were arguing the next day we wasn't talking next day we talking about little things and then the other day after that we besties you know quote unquote at least in my eyes you know I thought we was but um like I said he would constantly remind me that we weren't together we went through this stage of also (laughs) fucking (laughs) and not being together and honestly it really confused me because although you know we weren't together and I'm I'm gonna keep saying that because I need y'all to understand we was not together when half of this shit was happening we was just literally doing what roommates do I guess quote unquote (laughs) um but it really confused things because I felt like sometimes he would be gaslighting me and it's like, damn, I want you to be up under me. I want you to love me. I want you to care for me. I want you to hug me. I want you to just, just be with me. And I realized that in wanting that, that I was being clingy, I was being possessive and I was really showing traits of somebody that I wouldn't want. Like, he would constantly say, Zoe, I need space. Like, leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered right now. And where am I? In his motherfucking face. Like, nigga, yeah. What's going on? Bitch, I'm here. Um, <laughs> but that's just me. Like, honestly, if I could go back, I would have changed the way that I moved when it came to shit like that. Because when I want to be left alone, I want to be left the fuck alone. I don't give a fuck if it's my mama, daddy, sister, uncle, cousin. Get the fuck out my motherfucking face. You feel me? Because at this point, I'm below that you're not leaving me the fuck alone. But like I said, if I could go back, I might have, should have, would have, could have not have done that. <laughs> um, and that's like a part of the learning process with moving forward in relationships. Like I learned that people need their personal space regardless of whether you're with them or you're dating them. Like even as a mom, like I need some time for my children sometimes because adults get overwhelmed as well. So another big factor in our relationship that caused it to end was the lying um, and the manipulation and the gaslighting. But majority of it was the lying. Um, I have this fight or flight response. So when I feel like things aren't going my way (laughs) or if I feel like the person is mad at me, then it's just easier for me to lie to, you know, make them feel good about themselves. It's not something that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I lied about that. Yeah, girl, I lied. Like, I don't want to lie, but it's like a, a natural response to, you know, making somebody that I love feel bad. Like, I never wanted to make him feel less than or bad. So, of course, I lied about it. And even though I lied, it's not as if I don't feel ashamed because half of the times I could have just told the truth, you know, and I probably would have saved a lot of the arguments that we got into and a lot of the grief, you know, on my side. But um, at the end of the day, I can't take back what I did. I just know that moving forward in my next relationship, that I will try to be as honest as I can possibly be with my partner um, because I feel like the truth matters. Like, I wouldn't want somebody, you know, that lies to me 24-7, even, even if they don't have to, like... Hey, baby, is it raining outside? No, it's snowing. Knowing damn fucking well it's raining outside. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't want somebody who lies to me, so why would I lie to somebody else, you know? So, um, as this episode comes to an end, I wanted to let y'all know that this is yet another fair relationship, (laughs) my most recent fair relationship, but I am moving forward with grace, love, compassion, and care. Um, I don't want to lie to my next partner. I don't want to mess up his relationship with his friends. I don't want to be toxic. I don't want to be codependent. I don't want to, you know, hurt somebody that I claim to love because I feel like I really hurt him. And I feel like moving forward, he not, he might not like, I thought that when I met him, he wasn't, you know, 
being open. But I feel like now he might not be able to open up because he's like, damn, like shit was cool with us in the beginning. And you just turn around into somebody I never thought you could fucking be. Um, so moving forward into my next relationship, I don't want to possess those qualities. I don't plan to possess those qualities. And anytime I feel like those qualities are coming out, then, um, I'll be sure to sit down with my partner and talk to them. Um, if you're dealing with the same situation, I recommend that you talk to your partner, uh, before making any rash decisions. If they don't want to talk, give them some time. Like I said, everybody deserves time to themselves and y'all got to respect that. Also, if you love your partner, treat y'all partner right, bro. Like, don't let that shit fester and get too far off as to where, like, y'all can't go back and repair nothing. Because I feel like a lot of times, us as women, like, not even speaking for the men, because I've never been a man before, but speaking for the women, sometimes we just got to learn to be open to different things and like actually listen to our partner and be ready to hear what they got to say. Cause yeah, I'm gonna talk my shit. You know, I'm gonna talk my shit, but I got to be ready for when he talk his shit too. And as a woman, we need to be ready for when they talk their shit too. Cause I turn my motherfucking ears down real fucking quick when a nigga yelling at me, I don't give a fuck. So this concludes episode one for season three. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really do appreciate y'all for coming back and rocking with me. I'll tell y'all this every episode because I really do fuck with y'all. And I really do love y'all. And I really do appreciate y'all. Like, I would not continue to make these podcasts and talk about these different controversial topics if it wasn't for y'all, you know, giving me recommendations and actually pushing me to put out more content for you guys. So I really do appreciate it. What's up, y'all? Y'all just heard episode one of season three. Come back next week for episode two. It's your girl Zoe Smith with Hotels.